and welcome to this edition of the Keep Northern Ireland Beautiful podcast. In this episode, I'm speaking to Kieran and Mark from the Straban Sigersons, who are going to walk us through their their battle against single-use plastics. Kieran, if I could just start with you, could you just tell us a wee bit about yourselves? Tell us a wee bit about the club and um, uh, and and its role in the community. Um, so look, uh, Straban Sigersons, David, um, a GA club uh, uh, in Tyrone. Very proud of our roots in a town environment. So we do have our own struggles in terms of being an urban club. But what we do is we try to ensure that we have a wide-ranging activity base, which obviously involves Gaelic games first and foremost. But on top of that, that we do reach out into the community and do various different aspects of our activities. Hence the reason we're talking to yourself this morning. The GA club, the GA um, at, the, at the middle of last year, uh, in the middle of lockdown, started to we're looking for uh, volunteer clubs for a GA Green Club initiative. So we put our names forward, and we were fortunate enough. There's 45 across the end of Ireland, and we're one of the 45. And from there, things have started to, I suppose, gather pace. And we're doing a number of different things in the, in the whole space of the environment, biodiversity, uh, energy efficiency. Uh, and this particular one today, obviously, tackling plastics is the one that you're, you're most concerned with. Um, today, just to fill you in, what we've done was we've connected with our local council. We've connected with conservation volunteers, connected with yourselves. Um, and at this stage, our first thing we did was we planted 150 trees about three weeks ago there. Um, so we've started to make things happen. As I say, our next thing now, as late as last night at our committee meeting, Mark, who you're going to go on to now is our Tackling Plastics Officer, if that's the word. Um, so we we got an agreement last night that we are going to ban the use of single-use plastics. Um, we're going to obviously do it in a staged um a stage way so we're going to have our uh, for the first of june we hope that all use of single-use plastic will be out of the club um and mark will fill you in more on that so that's really just the background of where we are and how we've got to where we are today and mark uh tell us a wee bit about obviously you 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 are you are uh, leading the leading the the fight here i suppose against uh, single-use plastic but, but tell us a wee bit about your own role in the club and about how how you've um uh come on to this issue well, I've been involved um, with Sigurdsons for a long time now. Um, involved since I was 10 years of age. I started off as a player, um, went down to do a bit of coaching, um, and then I got involved with the committee. So then, when this uh, Green Club came along, I got involved in this because it's something of an interest in. Um, so, what we've done, uh, we've set out the five step uh, tackling plastics uh, toolkit. And we've started the process now of trying to eliminate the single-use plastics within a club. And interestingly, you uh, because we don't often associate GAA clubs with the fight against single-use plastics or or the environment. So, Karen, what what was it actually that made you guys all of a sudden get involved and and think, yeah, okay, tackling single-use plastics an issue like that would be something that you wanted to get involved with? I suppose uh, you know if you take it back to where we started here, then that. The GA is trying to do its best to reach out across and look at some of the issues that are pertinent in society and obviously which will be for our young players, our young people uh, into the future. And obviously the environment and climate change and all of this that, that comes together into one big overall picture um, was one that the GA recognised that they wanted to do something in. Um, from our own point of view in the club, um, I suppose I, I became interested I've always been into tackling uh, renewable energy, etc., and, and, and trying to do what we could. But when the club got the opportunity, it, 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 
it sort of fostered my interest and, and kindled it a wee bit more in that um, all of a sudden, when you see actually what's involved in this whole space and some of the changes you can make by, not, by doing not very much and ultimately not costing anything, then it's, there's a real opportunity for us to be effective. And, and the way we see ourselves is we're role models for our young people because we are, I am unfortunately a good bit older than you two guys, but uh, you know, Mark's coming there, he's coaching children, I'm coaching children. And if we can some, in some way show them some of the right things to do for their lives and for their families to, to follow and, and recreate at home, then we believe we're, we're doing some of the right things that we want to be doing. And, and that's where, um, as one example, the, tech, the use of single-use plastic, as it become an issue that we recognised we could do something about pretty quickly, it's mind-boggling some of the stats that are out there in terms of the amount of, of, of misuse of plastic that there is. And Mark, I just wonder uh, for yourself, I mean, what what was the trigger point for you that got you interested in actually doing something with this? I know Karen's outlined a wee bit about the club, but for yourself, was there any moments for you that got you uh, interested in this topic? Um, just probably seeing what the plastic bottles is left after training, seeing what um, children are bringing with them. And basically, as I said, the stuff's been left after, bottles have been left behind after training for somebody else to clear up. And if we can uh, minimise that or reduce that or make a complete stop to it, then it'll be something good, good for a club and good for an environment as well. Like so. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, just on the, um, just on the whole thing about uh, how, how useful has it been, uh, Karen, in terms of obviously you've been working with us as well. I know you've been working with Claire in our in our single use plastics um, uh, project. Um, how how useful has things like the toolkit? How useful have you know has that structure been to help you um, actually um, you know properly? Well, uh, take, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and yes, both of us a wee minute ago about our own involvement and, and what it meant to us, and what it, what being involved with an organisation like yourselves means is that there's a structure to what you can do. So whilst you may not, and I'd be the first to admit, I wanted to be involved. I wanted our club to be involved. Mark was like me then. We got we have five like-minded people in a wee committee in the club. Uh, and what we wanted to do then was to establish some, as I said, quick ones that we could possibly take forward. When I contacted Claire, I knew nothing except I had done a wee, wee bit of research myself and just had a quick look at where can we go um, to seek support. And ultimately that support's been superb. And, and for anybody listening to this, and thinking about the reducing of single-use plastic, which to, to us it's 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 just it was so straightforward. Your your the, the the work from Claire, the involvement of herself, the the structure she gave us, the the, the audit, the, the 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 plan, the action plan for moving forward. It's basically all there. Give us all the pointers we needed, and Mark was very easy. I mean, Mark will say himself, it was very easy for us to adapt and take forward. Yeah. Yeah, as Kieran says, like. Um we set out the five steps. We first of all we created the uh, tackling plastics team, which involved the Dermot uh, our own uh, green club committee and the Dermot Early Initiative, which is the youth volunteers. Um, and then we conducted the internal audit, which included the like of our bar and then all other facilities within the club. Um, and one outstanding issue that I seen was one Wednesday night of training. There was 150 children there, and 87 of them children had uh, plastic bottles with them, and it really opened our eyes to what what we have to do and what where we're going to where we have to go with it. Is there then some because you know you, you were talking about uh, some of the issues there around um, 
around the importance of getting younger people involved. And obviously you're a club, you train young people all the time. Have you found them receptive to the message of, you know, actually changing their behaviours around single-use plastics? And, and funny, it's, it's one of the big things that, 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 that when we had our first meeting about the GA Green Club, two words that stuck in my mind, David, was behavioural change. I'd actually never heard the phrase until then, and it just shows you how little interest or how little knowledge I had of and, and Mark had of, of the GA Green Club and the environment. So what we are trying to do is affect behavioural change. And by doing things like this, I mean, you know, we already see some young children bringing their own bottle with them, their own re- reusable bottle. So there, there are a small number of parents who are trying to do what we're trying to do. So what we're hopefully going to do is uh, help them to force the issue that by the end of May, whenever we have banned the use of single-use plastic, that those children who maybe were dragging their feet or, or their mummy and daddy didn't see the real need for it, they will have understood because we're going to have a wee bit of a promotional campaign behind us and why we need to do it and how much use of single-use plastics is damaging the environment, damaging the, the, the world and, and all of that stuff, you know. It's the same way as we, we, we planted the trees. Now we're going to ask the young children to get involved in that side of it as well, just to understand the environment. And some of them actually do already. The day we were planting them, the following day then they were training, and some of them were asking questions, and they were able to give us some answers that I wouldn't have known, but they're learning this through school, obviously. Mark, just on you, because obviously you were saying about your coach yourself, and um, and obviously you see this. I mean, are you, I mean, with particularly the younger people you're dealing with, are you seeing that receptiveness coming in? Oh, big time. Like, it's just as they're... Um last two weeks ago now on Wednesday night one part of lot had been done there was 150 children there and 87 of them had um, the single use plastic bottles with them and if you take a walk around after training you'll see a hell of a lot of them bottles lying about about the, about the club grounds like so and of course one of the things about about you know dealing with younger people is it's often when they see their friends doing something they'll they'll follow on and often if it's a, if it's because sport is such a big formative part of, of of all of our lives you know um you know you you do tend to pick up those habits just in terms of of the plans that you guys have as a club so you, so karen you were telling us last night um uh, the night before recording so that would have been monday night uh, you've talked about you've made the decision to ban single-use plastics um outright um what what other plans do you have for the future in terms of taking this initiative forward i mean i know you're you're planning on doing this in stages so when are you hoping to have this completed well certainly one thing I should have mentioned, and it's, it's probably important, and that you mentioned young people, and that's quite a lot of what we're talking about, young people. And Mark would have touched on just a wee bit earlier there about the Dermot Early Initiative. That initiative involves young people from 15 to 18 year old. And there's actually a group of them have got involved with us in this, David, the whole way through the process. So they were involved in the planting the trees. They're now involved in the tackling plastics. And I just wanted to recognise them for the work that they've been doing because these are young people who are going to be the leaders of the future. And they have actually decided that the environment and tackling plastics as an as an example is something that's very important to them and their own young lives so that's to be applauded i think as well and just to be recognized but how, how we see ourselves moving into the future the easiest one for us is the the ban on the single use plastic because that's a lot of children bring the water bottle to training right so the next thing we're going to do and, and mark's going to take it forward is that we're going to actually enable them um because we're going to uh purchase a number of the bottles ourselves, the reusable bottles, uh, and we're going to do that over the next couple of weeks as well. We see ourselves then, we have it. We have uh, uh, opportunities whenever the club reopens again. 
we will be involved in things like making refreshments after matches, as you do, you know, especially in the adult games and people are travelling from quite a distance away. So we would hope by that stage that we've got ourselves into a shape in the club where we're no longer using the, the plastic and the cutlery, the old stuff that, you know, that would have been used. And we're, we're sourcing and Mark's able to thankfully, through his own work environment, find out some of this for us. So we're sourcing the types of plastics and uh, that, that we can, if we have to use plastic, reuse but we are trying to move away from it and use the combustibles as best we can. And that will be very important in our, in our social aspect of what we do as we move forward. Yeah. And Mark, I just wonder for yourself, I mean, in terms of plans going forward, um, is there anything that, that you're looking forward to doing? Because obviously, uh, the, the, you know, I, I've been in this, in this situation and in, in any clubs I've been in, you know, where, uh, where, where people look, look, look to you to implement this. So, uh, so, 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 so what, what plans do you have uh, uh, for the future? Uh, as Kieran says, uh, the free is behavioural change. We're looking forward to the young people changing their behaviour, basically, and what their perception around single-use plastics. No one encourages them. As we say, we're banned from the 1st of June, phasing it in. Um, just basically encourage them. What basically, what would you say? Teach, teach them what, uh, what harm they're causing, what dangers, and so on. Encourage them encourage them to do their bit to ban of single-use plastics as well. Like, so. Karen, you, know, you're, you guys are just one club out of a vast GA network, and quite often, you know, because the, the problem can be seen as, um, uh, you know, it's so vast, you know, tackling single-use plastic can be so vast, you know, what can, what, can, what can I do? What can we as individuals do? What would your advice be to someone who maybe feels like the, the scale of the challenge is just a bit too overwhelming? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, as I said earlier on, and I don't want to labour this point, but the GA by taking this initiative is, is, is showing what it can do to lead uh, from the front. We're trying to do that in, in our own, number one in Tyrone, as the, as the only GA green club, but number two, and more particularly in our own local community. So what we want to do is affect change amongst the young people we've touched, we've touched on, behavioural change. So stepping that back to how we were able to do it, it was with the help of yourselves, and then back to Claire and yourself, David, uh, and how you can help us is the same way you can help any club. So I would certainly encourage any club that feels that they want to do something very simple, very straightforward, to simply take, lift up the opportunity and you'll probably have contact details at the end of this and do make contact because this, the process to get this done, Mark will, will back me up, it's not onerous. It can be done very quickly and it can get you started down a road which is only going to be good for the future generations that follow us. And Mark, you were talking a wee bit about about that toolkit and about you know some of the some of the structure that that it can give you, um, and about it it isn't onerous. You know, you, the, the, there are many little small things that you can do. I just wonder if you could elaborate a wee bit on some of the small things you guys are doing in in, in the club and how you've how you've adopted those. Well, the toolkit I find it um, very straightforward, very handy, very easy to conduct. Um, as I say, step one was creating your attacking on plastics team, and I say we've done that with our green green club committee and uh, a Dermot Early Youth Initiative. Then we conducted the internal audit, um, as I say, internal audit around all aspects of the club, from the bar and all facilities within the club. We found out the, um, different things throughout the the audit. For example, the for internal and external uh, events, the use of single-use plastics that we're using, and around training and matches, the use of single-use plastics. So we then set aside and we created our action plan. Um, as I say, as Kieran says, we're looking at um, reusable, eco-friendly, reusable, <coughs> reusable bottles, water bottles, 
for our members like so and again we made the promise then that we're going to ban this from the first of June going forward and try and encourage and change the behaviour of all our members like so as I say if, if any club uh, wants to start this the Tackling Plastics Toolkit is an excellent uh, resource to, to use with this. Brilliant, fantastic Mark. And Kieran, I just want to um, ask you, in terms of the the community aspect of it because you know clubs sporting clubs across the place i mean we're we're a sporting nation we're a sporting community i mean yeah. whether it's rugby gaa football whatever um how, what impact has have you guys uh taken these measures had on your local community that's it i mean the ga has a health and well-being aspect to it anyway it's actually formally recognized within the rules of the association that clubs should have a health and well-being officer so what we've taken that forward is because we believe that this week's mental health awareness week and the conne- the connection with the nature is the theme so what we're hoping to do some of the things that we're doing here through the environment things like the planting the trees but obviously to try to ensure that if people do feel that they need to be able to reach out and do something more than just simply be involved in a club that we have other aspects so the planting the trees was one the, the, the tackling plastics is another and what we're trying to do is cascade that through we have over 300 youth members and if we can hit, get them to go home into their families and say, here's what I'm now doing, mummy and daddy, and here's what I want us to do at home, then we hope by extension that that will follow through. And across the community of Staban, of which there are 12,000 people, that we will be, I, I wouldn't use the word forcing, but certainly other sporting organisations in the town who believe they're as big and as strong as us will do the same things. And that can be the domino effect that we're all hoping to achieve out of this in Staban. And Mark, I have to ask you this because this happens to anyone who gets involved with anything to do with the environment. Have you been policing other? Have you found yourself uh, noticing and policing more people's single-use plastic use? Because this is ever since everything I've started with this organisation, I have to admit I notice litter a lot more now, and I, I do notice people using plastic bottles now. Definitely, definitely a lot more now. Does um, for example, Saturday morning, uh, took a walk around after training and the amount of plastic bottles within it was just it would it would make you think and so it would and then even at work here you're looking at people's leaving behind and you're looking at all different aspects of it like so definitely yep and, and Karen, just i'll give the final final few words to you um what advice would you give to someone who's looking to start off on this journey what what would be what would be uh, your your advice to to, to those people I think, you know, the specific uh, focus today is tackling single-use plastics. And without doubt, the single piece of advice would be get on the email, pick up the phone and contact you guys. Take the support mechanisms that you can offer, the templates, the, 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 the interpersonal skills, the, the advice, your, your, your knowledge of the whole area. And with that, work in partnership to get the results that you're hoping to achieve. Well, thank you very much for your insights uh, from you both. Uh, today, I've been talking to Kieran and Mark from the Straban Sigersons about their battle against single-use plastics. We made reference to uh, the toolkit, uh, which is available on the Keep Northern Iron Beautiful website. You can access that at www.keepnorthernironbeautiful.org. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to the Keep Northern Iron Beautiful podcast. Please make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can be reminded of future episodes.